what is going on comic fam it's your boy the bearded comic bro and i am joined by comic creator leslie julian welcome to the show hey how you doing how's it going man it is going well i'm excited to have you on you uh are part of a team you are in the midst of a kickstarter right now uh that's going on and we're gonna jump into that in just a little bit but i always like to ask my guests well the first things i ask when they come on is have you always been a fan of comics? Did, were you a kid? You know, as a kid, did you get into comics? Like, where have you? Where are you at with your fandom of comics, and how'd you get into comics? It, it kind of started later for me. Although I would say um, I was kind of like making comics as a kid, but I just didn't really have a lot on on hand. My my parents just didn't buy a ton of comics, so I think I had a random like Archie uh, Ninja Turtles comic because I loved Ninja Turtles, and I had like a random X Factor comic. Um, and like I said, I made a lot of my own stuff because I didn't couldn't get my hands on a lot of stuff. Um, so I was kind of making like imitation X Men stuff. And the first comic I ever made was um a Godzilla versus King Kong comic, like in first grade or something like that so I, i've always uh, kind of liked making them even if i didn't read a ton but i, I definitely did start reading uh, a lot more comics um in college basically once i had a little bit more disposable income i um kind of fell in uh, around the time civil war was happening okay. and um runaways uh that really kind of pulled me in to, to really um jump into comics um definitely nice so you i was so my next question i always like to ask then is how did you get into creating comics? And it sounds like you kind of started, had that passion at an early age. So how, how did you take, you know, that kind of early, you said one of the first thing you did was Godzilla versus King Kong yeah. kind of comic, which is awesome. And we, we need to see that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find all this. All this stuff is gone, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, so I, I, when I was younger, definitely drew a lot more comics, but kind of as I got older, I kind of uh, fell out of drawing and kind of, um, switch more so towards writing and then even then i would say yeah by middle school i was just more so like writing stuff uh but i, I would say i had a long hiatus where i just wasn't creating anything for a while so i was reading comics and uh kind of getting inspired by stuff but still not necessarily doing my own thing but i did start writing um short stories again and my girlfriend uh who is my wife now uh, we were kind of like going back and forth writing short stories and I had one that I just thought would would make a cool comic, but I didn't have, I didn't know how to. And it's just like, why don't you just find out how? I'm like, I don't know. So I was like, oh, that's just something you can Google. So I had hopped on Google and uh, kind of started figuring things out. I kind of hopped around from um, different um, creating forums like Pencil Jack and Digital Webbing. And I kind of slowly started um, working on my stuff. Um, I made a one page um, comic um, uh, kind of based on one of my, uh, short stories and then from there i started doing kind of some, some longer things went from like uh, one pager to two pages from two to four from four to five and then uh i had something that uh put out for um sbx called um ghost gauntlet and then now here we are with the uh, the kickstarter so i've kind of slowly you know evolved from you know not knowing anything obviously to you know hopping on forums and, and meeting mm -hmm. um other creators and just kind of um expanding my uh my, my worldview in terms of the world of comics and everything. Yeah. And so you, you mentioned you kind of went from, you know, ghost gauntlet to now where you're at with this Kickstarter, which is savage yeah. wizards, which uh, I'm excited to talk about and kind of get the people to know a little bit. But before we do that, I got to yeah. say my first exposure to you was in one of the anthologies that you contributed to. Uh, you had a story in Project oh, awesome. Big Hype. And I know some of the other people on your team uh, had some big involvement with this as well. Um, mm -hmm. But this this 
that anthology was who's who of writers. And like when you see your story just in the midst of stories of all these like really well-known comic creators as yourself and all these other ones, like it's gotta be a cool experience. I feel like. Yeah. It was an amazingly cool experience to, to be a part of that. And to, yeah, have my name alongside of uh, people I respect so much like David Post and um, like I said, Eric Palecki and everything like that. Um, I was just uh, really uh, humbled that, um, Doug and the, the whole editorial team uh, thought that um, my story should be a part of it. And um, me and Rachel, we kind of snuck in the only, I feel like, depressing story in there. But uh, we had a lot of fun putting it together. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, just just a blast to, to finally um, have uh, myself kind of on that stage of, for um, putting out like a self-published story and not uh, getting into an anthology like that. And a little bit after I got into another anthology, the off into the sunset anthology, which should be coming out shortly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, cause I have a, I have a buddy who had one in project big hype and has one coming out and on off in the sunset too. So that'll awesome. be, that'll be exciting to, to pick that up as well. Let's talk your Kickstarter then okay. let's talk all we can about <laughs> wizard. Here we uh, go. For people that haven't gotten to check out the Kickstarter yet, which is live right now as we're talking, but, Wait till we're done with the video. Then, then you can go quick. There's still time after our interview's over. Then you can go quick and support the Kickstarter. But if people haven't gotten to, you know, hear you guys talk about uh, the book yet or checked out the Kickstarter, what is it about? So the quick and dirty version I like to give people is basically what if Conan the Barbarian was forced to become a magic user or forced to become a wizard? That, that's the story in a nutshell. Ooh. So where did that idea come from? Like, where was that process of... Conan the Barbarian as a magic user. So um, I want to say it was uh, back in 2019, uh, I heard about this thing called Pitch Fember, where writers kind of similar to Drawtober, writers are supposed to come up with like a log line every day in the month of November. So I was putting out a bunch of like random ideas and, and that was just one of them that, that I came up, up at that time. And um, Doug uh, saw some of my stuff and um, he approached me to kind of collaborate. He just wanted to see if we wanted to co-write something. And neither of us had um, co-written anything before, but we figured, hey, it'd be fun. Let's try this out. <laughs> Worst thing that happens, we, we just don't do anything. Uh, we kind of went back and forth and uh, ideas weren't really sticking. But um, eventually I kind of pulled uh, this one kind of out of my pocket. I was like, oh yeah, like how about this idea about a barbarian that you know kind of has to reclass as a, as a magic user? It's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Let's do that. And we kind of started building on it from there. That's so cool. So it just one of those, like you said, like a, one of those November things where you put out a, just a different topic each day. I've seen it with, you know, different drawings and stuff. That's so cool to like, I love mm-hmm. that pitch idea. So what was that process then? Like, as you just said, you both have never really co-written with someone. How was mm-hmm. that? How was that process for you co-writing this story? Yeah, so it's a, a lot different, like, you know, co-writing versus obviously collaborating with, with a writer and kind of have those writer uh, egos kind of clash. But actually, uh, this went uh, pretty well. We were both really surprised um, how smoothly the process went. Um, pretty much um, what we did um, was we used something called snowflake method, where you take that initial idea that I had, like that barbarian because the wizard thing, and you turn that into a paragraph. From there, you turn that paragraph into a page. And then you kind of build things out um, kind of based on the character, like every single character's perspective. And it's more so of a, of a novel writing process, but we we tweaked it and kind of used it for writing um, yeah. this comic just because we had never read anything together. So we felt like we needed something a little bit more structured. And so once we had that going, we outlined the story and then we kind of broke it down into scenes. 
And once we had our scenes, basically what we did is um, we would get our scenes. And so um, Doug would write the first three pages. I would write the next three. And then we would um, bring them together, see what we wrote, compare notes, and basically just make sure um, that they were consistent and the feeling and everything like that. And once we felt like they were good, like, okay, we've approved them. And then kind of on to the next couple of scenes and keep going like that until we got to the end of the book. And uh, I, I think it felt pretty seamless. So Brian was here. He said he had our artist, um, Brian Flint, say he never really noticed a difference uh, in the pages. So clearly <laughs> we did something right. Nice. Well, cause it's always such an interesting process. Um, and I love to hear that kind of behind the scenes of like writers and artists are used to having to collaborate together of like, Oh, here's mm-hmm. what I want. Draw this or, you know, draw, but like for the writers to come together and like have to like to see that process work out. Um, it's a cool thing to just kind of see how it, how it goes. So, yeah. So why Kickstarter then? Is this your first Kickstarter? Have you- this is my first Kickstarter. Um, Doug has done two. He did uh, Project Big Hype. He put that together, which is, again, awesome. Right. <laughs> he did that. And he also uh, did the uh, Ultramax um, uh, trade um, paperback that he uh, put together as well. Um, so Doug has had a, a bit more Kickstarter experience, but it's my first. Um, initially, when we came up with the idea, we were um, thinking of pitching it. But um, pretty much, um, you know, things were happening. Uh, Doug had to deal with the publisher we don't want to talk about. And, uh, you know, the pandemic happened. So it's a lot of, you know, crazy things happen where we just right. kind of shifted perspective. And, like, we were tired of, uh, you know, just having to wait around for things. You say, you know what? The fastest way to get this book done is going to Kickstarter. I'm starting to see that trend a little bit more and more um, with creators of, hey, I I have that freedom to do what I want to do to have my team to be, we get to put it out when we, you know, when we want to. Um, and there's a market for comics in Kickstarter. Like it's interesting. Cause it feels like there's really two distinct markets of people really like mm-hmm. either you are a comic collector on Kickstarter or you're not, but, right. <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's a slope. Yeah, it's like a whole separate market. It is a slippery slope, but yeah, it's funny. Like uh, some people kind of joke that you know, Kickstarter is like you no know, another publisher now. Like it's just become such a great avenue for you know indie uh, creators and also larger creators to, to put their stuff out um, and kind of get away from some of the red tape that unfortunately can uh, get in the way when you're right. making comics. Well, and I and I like the there's a lot of interaction I think with the fans and the creators mm-hmm. as well because. Kickstarters live and breathe off of fans supporting it, you know, yep. like it needs to hit so-and-so to get made or whatever. So like there has to be that interaction and it gives it a nice, like more of a community. Um, but man, yeah. You, Kickstarters are a slippery slope. Cause I'm like, I'll support this one. I'll support this. <laughs> and then I completely forget when they come. You know, <laughs> yeah, you that like, oh, surprise! Like, when is oh, I totally forgot I backed that. Or you know, you're going through the month of you know September, and then you get your credit card bill up. It's like I spent that much. <laughs> like, how yeah, possible? I'm like, oh yeah, we got, we're fine. Like, we're budgeting fine. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh snap! Yeah. The Kickstarter I supported a month ago dropped. I completely right. forgot about that because that's easy for me to do. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll support it. <laughs> I don't need yep. right that's now. next month's bearded problem, right? I know, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a dangerous game, but it's it's so worth it because I feel like the projects that you get on Kickstarter, um, there's such a there's such a passion behind it. I think, and yeah. and I and just in the little bit that I've gotten to check out of Savage Wizard, like I'm I can't wait. I'm so captivated by it. I I I think it's going to be just a, the art looks fantastic. Um, 
and like your story pitch has already been great. So how was that getting the art to kind of sync up with like your visions at yours and Doug's vision for the book? Uh, like, did you guys kind of like, Hey, this is where we want to take it. Or when you gave the stuff to Brian, it was just kind of like, this is our story. What you got? <laughs> so, yeah, I think initially, like once we finished the script, we weren't entirely sure. Like we had a couple of different directions, uh, you know, definitely could have gone in, but um, pretty much, um, Brian was someone I, I kind of remembered. Um, we were both uh, kind of way back in the day. We were part of this um, online um, group called uh, the Comic Jam, which would pair artists and writers together. Um, and they would have like a week to put together like a one-page um, comic uh, based on like random prompt. So um, we were both in it, but we kind of never got the chance to collaborate. But I just even remember even back then, like um, just being in love with Brian's art. So kind of flash forward to now, I'm like, okay, like who can kind of draw the style of like uh, action like a bunch of like half naked guys running around and um brian actually had something um fairly similar that he did um a couple years back um called kuru it's like totally very different because uh it's about these uh crazy uh vampire monkeys chasing around uh, neanderthals but like visually there's there's a little bit of parallel so okay. once brian got on board um, I mean, I, I knew it was going to look good, but yeah, like still like Brian just took it to another level. And every time we show this off, I feel like, you know, people's jaws drop like, wow, like this is amazing. Like, you know, this is pro level. Like Brian is just like an incredible part to have a part of team. Like his art is stellar and um, his style, I think feels like so distinct. Like uh, I, I love it. And clearly other people do too. Yeah, it's, it's great. So, well, one of the things that I personally love about Kickstarter are how they have different tiers. And I really like about your guys' tiers. You just have them listed as like different levels of like, I feel like I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you're, want to fun with it. <laughs> you're a savage, you're a wizard. <laughs> so out of all the tiers, because you have your basic tier, like that people can just hop in on, get the digital or the very next lower tier, getting the you know physical copy. What are some tiers though that you, are excited about with this Kickstarter or that like you're like, Oh, this is a really cool one that I think people should check out. I mean, there's so many, so people say like, I'm kind of cheating, but of course, um, the first one I would say is, um, Brian's, uh, I guess we call it the, uh, the Stoneheart tier where basically you can get drawn into the book. That's a hundred dollar tier. And, uh, you basically get drawn into the book and Brian will more, more likely than not, um, murder you in some kind of crazy way. Uh, I think there's a uh, one left, uh, right now. So we'll see if, uh, that's still around, but yeah, that is a really awesome tier that we're super excited about. And also, um, pretty well, I recently, have to pause you. I have to pause no, you. No, you're good. Cause I know, I know you got, you were just on my homies channel uh, a couple weeks ago, the comic burritos. Now, mm -hmm. how often do you get asked and when you tell about that tier of like, Hey, can we pay Brian to murder someone else in the book? Like, cause I know, <laughs> like, I really would like to have Todd. In the <laughs> 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 be into that right. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so you're you saying there is a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> Uh, I love you, Ton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, go ahead. What else? What were some? No, you're good. And uh, so, also, just recently, um, I'm not sure if how uh, recently you checked out the page, but we just added two um, varying cover tiers, and we weren't planning on these, but these have been awesome surprises. Um, uh, so, there's the Centerman um, variant cover, which is just absolutely phenomenal looks like a fine arm painting you got um a barbarian there about to hack off uh, the head of uh, this uh, kind of demon the monkey dude and it just looks 
badass. And also we got uh, Maria Wolf, uh, you might know from um, Women of Marvel cover and um, Marvel Voices. Yep. Uh, she just put out a ridiculously insane and detailed cover that we just absolutely love with this orca uh, the chomp uh, on our um, main character, Renar. And um, you have uh, a scum also in the front there trying to do some damage. So those two covers, I mean, even our, our main cover, I'm also in love with, but right. we just added these two. And uh, I think uh, people are just really going to love those as well to kind of have a small, little variety, variety of spice of life. That's right. It's a spice of life for sure. So, gang, what's cool, cool about Kickstarters is too is if you've already backed this and you're watching this, you can always change it if you're like, ooh, I didn't know about those variants. Exactly. Um, and it's like I said, the Kickstarter is live right now. So, Wait until the video is over, but then go support it. Um, so let's talk though a little bit more about uh Savage Wizard. Yeah. Is this do you guys envision this? Is this kind of a one and done thing? Or do you have kind of like a world that you're expanding on with it or so um we definitely plan this as like a, a mini series. We have like a contained four issue mini series that uh story that we want to tell, but uh there definitely is room to kind of revisit it and, and do more with it if uh you know this goes well. We okay. we definitely think there is room to to tell some more with these characters because we we like them a lot, so it'd be cool to to do some more with them. So you at least right now you this is issue one, you have plans for at least three more issues coming up mm-hmm. to have a complete arc and then seeing how that goes how much more you dig into the world of Savage Wizard. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So what else um what else are you working on? Is this kind of your main focus right now? Are there other things that you can kind of hint at? Um so besides this, I am also uh I have uh, another thing that I'll probably go to Kickstarter um next year more likely than not. It's called Head Cases. Um I also co-wrote that one with um, AJ O. Mason, who's a great um, writer who um, actually just um, signed to IDW Originals um, for a graphic novel he did called Cloud Cloud Nine. Um, so I co-wrote it with him. Um, and, and also uh, the artist on that is Paulo Sampiao, who's a, a, a fantastic artist. And so that's like a kind of crazy um, crime comedy we did um, that uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, more, more likely than not, probably be on Kickstarter, probably uh, middle of next year. Um, in addition to that, I, I kind of have like a, a graphic novel, but I have been um, working on uh, it's... Uh, kind of set in a, in a futurist, futuristic uh, society uh, just on a different planet where a uh, there is a princess and uh, she basically is forced to reckon with this coming democratic change that's coming to um, her, her world. So um, she is kind of butting heads with this um, young activist that is kind of a thorn on her side. So there's um, some interest there. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, for the most part, Savage Wizard and uh, uh, Head Cases, I'm super excited with and some other um, coals in the fire. But those are the two main things that are happening right now. Nice. Yeah. Well, since I have you, I have to ask you, why did you write such a depressing story? <laughs> Thanks for asking. Um, so it's funny when uh, me and Rachel first linked up, um, uh, she immediately asked like, hey, like you want to do something that's like kind of um, Akira uh, influence? Like, and like, it is like a little bit of Final Fantasy influence. And also it was like, okay, like Akira influence. I, I can, I can work with that. And 
I mean, immediately when I think of Akira, I mean, yeah, the, the motorcycles are cool, but I mean, that's a pretty depressing story, you know? So that's kind of where, where my mind went once we started developing things and I had a lot of fun and I, I kind of feel bad <laughs> when I picked those characters because I, I love them so much. Like, but yeah, like that, that story was was darker than I intended for this uh, Shonen Jump anthology, which is, I was like, no, right, lots of fun stuff. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Here's my story. <laughs> That's so fun. Like, just, just so, you know, because it is. That's what I love about anthologies is they're quick hit stories, but you mm-hmm. get such a wide variety of a creator's voices and, you know, what inspires them. And, um, and you said you have one coming out in Off Into the Sunset, uh, mm-hmm. which is, that's going to be a Kickstarter soon, correct? Uh, so actually, they got Kickstarted, funded successfully. Um, we're just waiting to get that to the printer. I think there's like okay, so it's already been a, so it's already been a Kickstarter. Yep, it's already okay. Then I've already funded it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> is like this is what I'm talking about when I say exactly I'm getting. So I'm excited to uh, to read that then that story in there because I know I've already supported that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, me and Alex Schlitz, we came up with a fun little um, five-page story that I, I think I uh, I did uh, a great job with. It was just really fun uh, working with her and um, her art style. I kind of uh, had her get a little bit of her element a little bit because usually she's uh, she's not drawing crusty old guys like I made her draw. But I think we we had a lot of fun with that story, and she did a fantastic job. And also AJ, uh, who lettered that, also did a phenomenal job lettering that as well. And speaking of um, Big Hype also, I, I totally uh, just realized that um, the second um, volume is being worked on right now. And oh, I've, nice. So I've got a, a story in this one also, and I'm super excited about it. It's totally opposite from Terminus. <laughs> so a lot mm-hmm. uh, a lot less depressing. <laughs> uh, a lot more, yeah, uh, kind of shown in influence. And uh, I think it's, yeah, just, it's a lot, uh, just a lot uh closer to you know like the the stuff like you might be used to um in terms of like uh um what am i thinking of right now why is it blinking uh uh stuff like no full male alchemist or stuff like um, my hero academia yeah yeah, it's it's more more in terms of that than than akira (laughs) and super depressing nice so do you do you have like kind of where does your writing style come from like do you have like what influences your style um so i would say i was big big influences on brian k vaughn i like i mentioned the runaways earlier but runaways and why the last man were stuff that really got my creative gears turning when me to start um writing and just making my own stories again um also probably just you know all the movies and tv shows i shouldn't have been watching as a kid <laughs> uh, a lot of that stuff and it really just um life and i don't know like wherever writer ideas come up from i just pull them out of the sky <laughs> and they pop into my head and all night and i try to jot them down as quickly as possible but honestly just you know all over stuff i you know see in the news um yeah just really comes from from all over honestly yeah well that's always cool to kind of just see where people piece things together and how it comes about. Well, Leslie, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. So, um, you know, I've asked you what you got going on. How can people stay connected with you? Like what's the best way for them to follow what you're doing? Because you have a lot of things happening. It sounds like so. Yeah. uh, Best way you can keep in uh, touch is uh, check me out on Twitter. I'm twitter.com at less, right. That's L E S. Uh, W-R-I-T-E, or you can find me on my website, L-E-S-W-R-I-T.com, so lesfred.com. 
uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. And gang, all the links, uh, the social media stuff, website, uh, the link for the Kickstarter uh, is in the description of this video. Click those, go support. Um, Kickstarters are, they're so important to, I just think, um, you know, everyone always talks about the first two days are crucial for a Kickstarter. Well, the tail end still is just as crucial because it's that kind of push to get there. And and we're on the tail end here um, of Savage Wizard and we need to, you know, make sure that we're getting that last push in. So gang, if you're on the fence, you're dipping your toes in, I don't know why you're on the fence because this interview should have sealed you, (laughs) sealed the deal for you. (laughs) Yeah, definitely Um, check out the trailer. If that doesn't convince you, then I don't know. I can't do much else. (laughs) um, Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're, you're up a creek. Sorry, gang. (laughs) Well, with that being said, um, hopefully y'all can find some time to curl up, grab a book and nerd out. Peace.